You're listening to the Detox and Chill podcast with Megan Dillon and Beck Benyon. We're two millennial women in the corporate world juggling wellness and a fast-paced lifestyle. On this podcast, we're breaking down wellness into digestible episodes that fit into your weekly routine. We're on this journey with you, learning from wellness and lifestyle experts in their fields. From our lighthearted banter, what's the appropriate amount of time to go between shaving our legs? To getting deep about everyday struggles like hormones, societal norms, and gut health, we're your podcast besties. Disclaimer, no late night text needed to detox and chill. podcast everyone um so exciting news we actually have a guest this week um which is so fun so um as i've mentioned a couple of times over the past couple of weeks um i've been seeing um dr ashley alden and she is a um, chinese medical doctor and functional medicine doctor so she combines the two and she has really done wonders for me and just how long have we been seeing each other like we're dating yeah yeah so welcome Ashley thanks for coming on hi thank you so much for having me and hopefully I didn't butcher that title I think I got it no you're fine it's a long one it's (laughs) It's a long long one one. I mean you know I do integrate the two I practiced uh, traditional Chinese medicine and acupuncture and also functional medicine Mm -hmm. so it's very much an east-west uh, approach. Both are very important. They've been very important in my own healing journey, and mm-hmm. I think it's the most comprehensive care that anyone can really have. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it is time-tested modalities on the Eastern side, and we're talking about 5,000 years. Yeah. And there's a lot to be said about the system, and there's a lot to be said for the language that was developed for the system. Mm-hmm. And then there's functional medicine, which is, you know, an evidence-based preventative model um, that can integrate full lab work and lifestyle techniques. And the two uh, intertwine and overlap in certain ways, and it, they bring science and energetics, which is very much science-based as well. And mm-hmm. I hope that as education starts to become more for Chinese medicine, that they'll, that, that will be known. Mm-hmm. Um, so integrating the two, and I know that you're starting to experience, mm-hmm. is is quite um, a comprehensive yes. approach to the body itself and looking at root causes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, I mean, just from my experience, I've been seeing her every week for the last month and or six weeks, and it's been truly life-changing because she does combine the scientific side of things which I appreciate with the um the years and years of Chinese medicine to back it up so um it's been really great that's that's awesome and I I love the combination of the two as well um I think like the analytical side of me always always kind of appreciates combining both um both aspects but i i know we know a little bit about your background and how you got started um could you share with your listeners your path to get here because i think it's a really unique area that you've carved out for yourself yeah it's it's been my own health healing adventure um now i was really sick as a child. When I mean by that, I had constant strep throat, which led to 
many rounds of antibiotics every year for many years. Um, and I had now looking back, you know, mass inflammation, um, chronic fatigue, uh, really poor immune system, a lot of digestive issues, caught everything, felt everything. Uh, by the time I got to a teenager, that obviously led to like horrible acne and breakouts, mm. um, which led to a whole year on antibiotics um, through the dermatologist, which oh, destroyed my system. And after that, right before they were trying to get me on Accutane, I was like, no, I just knew <laughs> innately like there's no way that I'm going to, I felt like I was, I'm not going to be able to survive this. Yeah. I've got to take a different path, a different route. And, you know, growing up in Maine, it was actually very natural. But during mm -hmm. this time frame of our generation, antibiotics were used a little bit more loosely. So yeah. I do see this in, in certain demographic uh, uh, age groups where um, they've had a lot more antibiotic exposure. Mm -hmm. And so that really kind of destroyed my digestive system in a way. And uh, I started learning a lot and kind of taking things into my own hands. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a science uh, girl. I'm, you know, science fair winner. Uh, uh, so I, I like that side of things and I would read a lot and I would um, just start experimenting on myself a lot. And um, I started to bring my system back, but I'm like kind of everybody who's, you know, learned a lot of the a lot of things the hard way mm -hmm. um, and you would feel better for a little bit but it would never get that great so you get this little piece but never be able to put it together yeah I would see different doctors one naturopath here who would be pulling labs here different techniques and yes you it would get like little pieces to the puzzle um, you know but it wasn't until uh, later, I would go to this book fair every year and I would buy all these books and that's what I would read for the year and it would all be from the health section. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, I was like avid into this. And um, this one year I had randomly, it wasn't on purpose, bought all these Chinese medicine books. And I started going through these books and I was like, aha, I, I can't this is it. This is how to look at the body. This is like full body approach. This is looking at the emotional system. Um, it really spoke true to me and it really spoke true to the side of medicine I wanted to be in. You know, I went into my undergrad as pre-med before I had learned about Chinese medicine and, you know, pharmaceutical companies were already in our classes and I had switched um, my major at that time. Mm -hmm. So it was like I was on this path, but I, I needed something that I felt like really spoke to me. So that was the basis of it. And I um, went into my master's and I also studied functional medicine at that time. Um, and I came out really, you know, going through so many different experiments on myself, mm -hmm. right? Pulling labs, um, integrating Chinese herbal therapies, integrating acupuncture, in integrating um, different dietary protocols. I mean, I've done it all. I've mm -hmm. done vegan. I've done uh, vegan raw for a year. I mean, I've Ooh, done oh all my gosh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, extremists. Um, you know, juicing queen I was. Um, <laughs> it, it, so many various cleanses, I can't even tell you. And it was all part of my healing journey. And some people, like, you know, come in and they're sitting there thinking, oh, I've just done all these things, but nothing's working. Mm -hmm. But no, you did all these things and it was really is all a part of your journey. Okay. Because yeah. each piece mm -hmm. comes together to help you truly understand your system and how your system is interacting with certain aspects. Mm -hmm. um, 
so yeah, and and uh, I went through my program. Um, I, I started my practice, and I was told by my mentor, you know, your patients are going to find you, and truly they did. Yeah. <laughs> and what was showing up in my chair was me and the person who's had tons of antibiotics and con hundreds of digestive issues mm -hmm. and then slowly turned into autoimmune conditions. So mm -hmm. that's where I ended up specializing in is uh, gastrointestinal disorders along with autoimmune uh, conditions, right? And so again, we talk about lifestyle, we talk mm -hmm. about dietary pro protocol, we talk about uh, certain nutritional support so through supplementation, we talk and look at uh, herbal therapies um, to help balance the system. And of course, one beautiful aspect is acupuncture, mm -hmm. which is a small subset of traditional Chinese medicine as a whole, really. Um, and if you haven't tried acupuncture, it's hard for me to sit here and to explain. I think anyone yeah. will say that. You really need to have that experience. But if you can imagine, it's basically your body has highways, okay? And sometimes those highways, they get traffic jams. Mm -hmm. And those traffic jams can be from a variety of things. They can be literally like trauma to the body, right? Like physical trauma. They could be, um, Chinese medicine looks at mental and emotional conditions that relate to organ systems. Mm -hmm. um, and these traffic jams can start to accumulate. And then you're not getting free flow. Well, everything in life is free flowing and exchanging and trying to create homeostasis. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have free flow, how do you have exchange? Yeah. Right? So it's like, and Chinese medicine has this beautiful way of identifying and looking at the system as a whole. We use acupuncture to get things flowing so you have exchange. And it basically, you know, resets the nervous system and gets the body healing naturally. And, uh, you come out feeling like you've gotten a reset. Yeah. I'm totally addicted. I get acupuncture <laughs> <Same>. weekly. <laughs> and I notice when I miss it. It's very yeah. subtle effect, um, but very effective. Yeah. Yeah, I can honestly say just over the last six weeks, and for those of you listening, we are practicing proper social distancing techniques for being safe. Um, but I, so I've been getting acupuncture as well. And we had an early on in the podcast, we had... Um, some acupuncturists on and they kind of explain the whole um, process of it. And so I feel like that's where I got kind of an understanding of it, but I didn't, I haven't tried it over the last two years until I saw you. Um, and John actually found Ashley, he was having some back pain right before we went on a ski trip. He's like, I have to go to somebody. And Ashley is literally a block away from our house. Her practice is right there. Um, and he started going to her and every week he would come back and say, you have to see her. Like I've been telling her about you, like you need to go see Ashley. So I finally went. Um, and like you said, it's just kind of like that reset. I feel like I had a lot of traffic jams <laughs> and I probably still do. Um, but like yesterday when we were, um, when we were in there, I was telling Ashley, was, I've been feeling kind of uneasy and just not great um, over the last week. And she was like, okay, you need this and pulls out this huge book of all of these like um, drawings that she has and notes. And she's like, okay, you need this and this and this and like put it all in my body. And I was like, holy crap, this is crazy. Um, but can you just kind of explain like how you transfer like the scientific part of it of like my symptoms, how I was feeling into like, okay, this is the kind of acupuncture you need today. 
Yeah, I think we should start. I think the best cross translation between the East and West is like when you're looking at homeostasis, okay? And homeostasis, scientific term here, it's the ability to find balance, mm -hmm. okay? And your body, if you look at, you know, how your body's ability to obtain homeostasis an optimal level is like what we're really trying to achieve. We're mm -hmm. trying to achieve that from a functional level and we're trying to achieve that from a Chinese medical standpoint, mm -hmm. which they look at balance. And um, their whole system is based off of the symbol, the yin and the yang. You yeah, know? I think everybody remembers that symbol. Mm -hmm. You know, one cannot exist without the other. One turns into the other. It's light and dark, female and male fluids and energy, there's a balancing point. So if you pull really hard one way, you have to find out where you need to give back in another way, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, if you're going out and you're working like crazy and you think you only need like four hours of sleep, forget mm -hmm. it. You actually need more sleep to be able to catch up with what you've done to your system. Mm -hmm. So everything is looking at, you know, homeostasis and how well your body's ability to achieve that level. And in Chinese medicine to be on the preventative side, right? Mm -hmm. We look at you and your constitutional makeup. And if you translate that science-wise, we look at your genetics, right? Mm -hmm. um, what what you're playing with. And um, we look at what you're doing, what Chinese medicine would call postnatally, which would be what are you, what are you feeding yourself, right? Mm -hmm. What are you doing lifestyle-wise that are adding in to this? Um, and where is your, some of your systems overworking, some of your system underworking, mm -hmm. right? And you can look at that as like, we try to and we look at the organ system itself. And we, in a functional medicine perspective, we can look at hormone systems. We look at like glucose level, mm -hmm. right? So your body's ability, if you go hypoglycemic, drop your blood sugar, how quick can you bring that back into balance? Yeah. Um, yeah, so when when taking all of these factors in into play, right? With you, we looked at your labs. Mm -hmm. So we got an idea of what's going on. We looked at some genetic aspects yeah. that might have been passed down that might be in your family. So mm -hmm. you're a little bit predisposed. Your yeah. body tends to want to play that way. Mm -hmm. uh, and then from a Chinese medical perspective, I'm I'm looking at your tongue to look at the yeah. organ systems. I'm checking your pulse. Um, you know, we're, we're having a dialogue together to mm -hmm. understand like certain things that you might be feeling. And yeah. we do touch upon emotional aspects. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this is a beautiful part of the medicine itself, um, that I find to be very valuable and not necessarily always looked at in a Western sense, right? right? It's kind of like in the gray mm -hmm. and really how can we even set up a study to test the emotional aspects? It's kind of difficult. Right. But anecdotally, we can see that many people will say, okay, we've seen correlations. Mm -hmm. And again, a medicine for 5,000 years, they've had some correlations yeah, that they've just seen. Yeah, a few. Yeah. <laughs> so I can see some organ systems that might be affected, mm -hmm. and then therefore I can break that down, the organ system to channel system. Yeah. Okay? Okay. And like, how do I want to get things moving? Mm -hmm. Do I need to bring in yeah. energy? Do I need to bring out mm -hmm. so that we can relax? something a little bit more like for instance so I need to bring heat out mm -hmm. right if the mind is wandering and all these things sometimes you've got heat in the chest the mm -hmm. tip of the tongue is red uh, it means there's a lot of heart heat the yeah. mind is racing we need to pull that energy out mm -hmm. right it's too much concentration there mm -hmm. so every time I see somebody it's completely tailored to what 
their need is. Mm-hmm. And so again, acupuncture is that one, one point part. And then, you know, during the week, we give you your supplementation yeah. and your dietary things that we start to bring in to support. And it all comes together to create flow and exchange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So cool. I feel like one misconception I had about acupuncture, which is a very basic one, um, is that it hurts and it totally doesn't. Those needles really don't feel like anything. And I feel like the few times I've gone, I've been just so kind of like zoned out in a good way. Like it, it, I don't know. It's just like, it's very calming. Um, I, before we, before I could talk about acupuncture for forever, one thing that you said a little bit earlier, um, got my, got me thinking. And I feel like digestive health is something that we talk about a lot on here. Um, but I've never really thought about the anti-antibiotic, like, correlation. And I know for myself, it's so funny when you were sharing your story, I also had strep throat like so many times as a kid. And I remember being on antibiotics and they wouldn't work. So they'd try something else. And it was this whole thing. Um, but I'm just curious, I guess like for gut health, um, what are things to look out for? Or maybe even like more to boil it down to be a little bit more simple for right now, how does gut health affect your overall health? Um, and I think it's something we need to be careful of right now. Right. It's a great question. Um, I think many of us are starting to hear the term that the gut is the real brain. It's the first brain. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the processor in Chinese medicine, what's being processed and filtered and feeding to the rest of the organ systems. Um, and, you know, we have tons of bacteria in us. We actually have more bacteria in us than anything, right? Mm-hmm. And we have antibiotics. It really wounds that bacteria and you forever change. It's not just a one-time thing. It's a forever change. Mm-hmm. And we need to pay attention to that um, because our bacterial makeup is really important. Um, it's one of the hottest things in science right now of researching. We're able to tell you know, uh, did you have a vaginal birth? Um, were you breastfed? What type of antibiotics that you've had in your past? Um, we're also able to tell that your microbiome, your bacterial makeup actually starts in utero. Okay. So phases. it's really, this is really important. And how do we, and we know that this has a huge effect on our body's ability and immune system. So we're trying to figure out what good bacteria, bad bacteria, how does it work? Um, we all have our own individual fingerprint of, of bacterial makeup. Mm-hmm. So we're all kind of different yeah. too. Um, so gut health is, is very important, but there are so many aspects to look at. Okay, someone comes in and says, okay, well, what do I, what do I just take for this? Okay, well, I guess I just take, I've been taking a probiotic. I've been doing this. Mm-hmm. I've been eating well. Well, I mean, the first part of digestion, you know, yeah, you're chewing things, you start, your saliva starts to have an enzymatic process, breaking things down, you know, you go into the, the stomach, the hydrochloric acid, you need proper of that to have initial breakdown. Um, then it goes into the small intestine and now is uh, the intestinal lining, the integrity of that, is that intact? A lot of people are hearing the term leaky gut. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Well, when you got constant chronic inflammation, your gut lining, um, it starts to 
to break away a little bit and larger proteins are getting through into your body and your immune systems is picking that up and you're having inflammatory cascades and the list goes on. And we know that there are a lot of inflammatory foods, but most people think, well, I eat pretty well. Mm -hmm. Well, pretty well is very different to like what is well for you, Mm -hmm. right? Because now you might have, uh, your immune system might be tagging other foods in your system. And so you have a reaction an inflammatory cascade to foods that I might not be. Mm-hmm. Um, and we need to look at why why that is. And we also need to look at, like, how do we create a, a healthy, good lining and um, good, good mucus layer that creates uh, the ability for bacteria, good bacteria to grow. Um, how do we look at the detoxification process of phase one, phase two of the liver? Um, and also that whole bile dump that helps Mm -hmm. to break down and process for your foods or how do we look at proper elimination um when uh you know because it's not just about eating something bringing into the small intestine and extracting nutrients but are you properly eliminating i mean Mm -hmm. constipation can't tell you how many times I get people in that are coming in and saying I have maybe a bowel movement every other day yeah well no you should have a bowel movement every day what comes in the day before should be coming out that's Mm -hmm. optimal digestion and elimination Mm -hmm. um food should you know shouldn't be food particles in uh your bowel movements right Mm -hmm. because now you're you're not breaking down food yeah it shouldn't be loose bowel movements it should be formed but not too hard to pass Mm -hmm. um so there's many aspects to look at that, and uh, when when I have a patient come in, you know, we pull full comprehensive lab work, so we can check uh, the liver function, we check the thyroid function, we check glucose, um, we're checking uh, the uh, immunity. Um, and um, also many times I'm looking to do a stool sample so mm-hmm. we can get a good comprehensive profile of what the bacterial makeup is, um, if we're dealing with some other pathogens, uh, if they've got good uh, butyrate levels, which is a small fatty chain acid that mm-hmm. heals the epithelial layer, which is your skin layer of your intestinal tract, um, uh, which also can be created with diversity of vegetation. So there's so many things that if you want to look at and i can i completely understand the frustration out there mm-hmm. of i'm doing all these things but it's just not working yeah i still have these symptoms i still come back or i'm super sensitive or i did whole 30 and i felt better but i'm still having this this and that mm-hmm. and honestly this is where a professional comes in mm-hmm. and can help guide you and really tailor in on like what your needs are. Mm-hmm. And if you want to get results quickly, you know, or you want to spend years and trial by error, and mm-hmm. believe me, I've been there in the beginning. I was there in the beginning. Um, it can be a difficult, very frustrating process. Yes. But to have somebody guide you, to break it down, to see some lab work, uh, and to start tailoring, for, again, for your system, a protocol, um, to not only help healing, but to generate a lifestyle that you can move forward with. Yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, I have seen more, re- I don't want to call them results, but more progress in the last six weeks than I have in the last 
five years that I've been on this journey of trying to figure out what's going on. Um, and the comprehensive labs that were pulled were mind blowing because I mean, I just went to a regular, you know, blood um, uh, lab testing facility, LabCorp, um, and they pulled everything. So knowing that my doctors in the past could have asked for that and could have, you know, requested that full comprehensive lab, lab, but they never did was just like, are you kidding me? Like yeah. so frustrating. So being able to see that side of it and having that to back up like, okay, this is why I'm feeling that way. This is why I'm feeling this way. This is what's going on with the stool sample. Like that gave us a lot of insight into what was going on too. So it's just like, like you said at the beginning, just like finding the whole picture instead of just pieces of the puzzle. Right. Yes, yeah. exactly. And then it also in treatment protocol, it goes in stages. Mm -hmm. It's like, I mean, you, I mean, goodness, Becky, you've been doing beautifully, quite honestly, <laughs> like you take things and you implement them and, you know, you're going, everyone has a different speed, everyone's mm -hmm. body's going to kick back in a different way, we're trying to change your chemistry, we're trying to change old right. patterns, Yeah. Um, it's not always the most enjoyable in the beginning, mm -hmm. but has long lasting outcomes, um, it, yeah, so it's, it's, it's not always an easy process mm -hmm. and it does take stages and layers. You can't just throw everything at the body and go, here you go, figure yeah. it out. Okay, you're gonna be fine. And then yeah. in six weeks, a miracle's gonna happen. Right. And I think people really need to set themselves up knowing that like, no, this is a six month to a year process mm -hmm. of getting your body to a place where you're feeling optimal and your digestion is good, your energy is good, your hormone levels are are good, and you know and have the tools that you need to move forward. Mm -hmm. But still today, I take my labs four times a year. Mm -hmm. I'm checking where I'm at. Yeah. And I'm making sure that I'm on par. Yeah. And, and you're readjusting. Right. Too. That's yeah. preventative mm -hmm. medicine. Yeah. So it's it keeps going. Mm-hmm. And it is a lifestyle and it is a process mm -hmm. and there's a lot of beauty in that process. And it's just kind of changing your perspective on healing that things are not microwavable, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, but they can be uh, very beautiful and learning mm -hmm. about who you are internally. Yeah. Um, yeah. So as we're going through this whole quarantine, COVID-19, this global pandemic that most of us have never, I mean, probably almost all of us had never experienced before. How is the emotional and the mental strain that's going on in the world and that trauma, how have you seen that affecting people's gut health? That's a great question. I mean, wow, what a, a rise in consciousness, I think, to begin with. Um, we're kind of looking at this whole global state as you know, moving forward in a different light and um, a lot of people are turning in right now and you can, you know, go with fear or you can go with turning in and empowering yourself. Um, you know, stress is, is huge. Stress is a, is a killer, you know. It really breaks down the system in so many ways. Um, so it's, it's where I've been seeing with my patient base, um, you know, they're turning in, they're being super positive. They're mm -hmm. looking at like, how do I optimize my system during this time? Like, like you are, mm -hmm. it's a perfect time. We were just discussing yeah. about how to optimize without having any of these other influences, mm -hmm. um, coming in, but stress is a big factor. And, and how do you, and how do you manage that? 
And I truly believe managing it is, is turning in and working on your on yourself and optimizing. And that's what's going to give you a lot of strength. Mm-hmm. And it's going back to the fundamentals, you know, looking at diet and anti-inflammatory diet, mm-hmm. looking at sleep, looking at uh, moderate exercise, uh, looking at proper hydration, looking at face-to-face interaction, mm-hmm. um, you know, with face-to-face interaction, um, you produce oxytocin. Oxytocin is that bonding hormone and it gives you a lot of feel good, dampens down inflammation. Um, emotions like laughing uh, provides natural opioids uh, that are very immune enhancing. Mm-hmm. Um, crying is important. Yeah. Okay. You release opioids. It's your body's natural protective uh, system to dampen down inflammation. And yeah, and to keep your immune system good. So, you know, I have people that sometimes acupuncture can be really overwhelming, right? You're resetting the system, you're getting some things moving, and sometimes it feels really uncomfortable. And some tears will come up, and they're like, oh, you know, I don't know why I'm crying right now. And I say, you know what? No, this is great. Yeah. You need to release, I like, had a huge let go. Last night. <laughs> like, yeah. <huge. laughs> and that's um, it's amazing. Yeah. You, you need to release and let go. And, and not to harbor and hold, mm-hmm. again, creating traffic jams that are not needed. And um, so, you know, dealing with all these stressors is, is, again, coming back to foundations. You have to sleep, mm-hmm. okay? You gotta get <laughs> to bed on time. Uh, you need to have a good nightly ritual. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to, you know, blackout curtains are my friend. Yeah. Uh, wear blue light uh, blocking glasses a couple hours before bed to naturally stimulate uh, melatonin. Um, I do calming relaxation techniques before bed, either uh, a, a meditation. Um, you can do online uh, sound baths right now, mm-hmm. uh, or, which are really fun. Um, also, you know, Dietary, I talk about this one a lot, and I am pro protein person now. No more, no more <laughs> veganism. Um, you know, eating on time is is very important. It manages blood sugar levels, getting mm-hmm. proper amount of protein, so your body knows it's getting uh, good uh, energy coming in. Mm-hmm. That maintains your glucose, which maintains your cortisol levels, which is your stress, fight or flight, right? Yeah. If you're missing meals and you know, becoming hypoglycemic, yeah, your body internally is going to be a little stressed out. So Mm -hmm. then tack on some external environmental stress, Mm -hmm. you're feeling more stressed than you need to be. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Exercise. Exercise is great. It's like, honestly, just getting out and for a walk, Mm -hmm. Uh, activating the lymphatic system, optimizes the immune system, but like killing yourself in exercise, no. And Mm -hmm. I think we've all been there and done that. you don't need to overdo it to have um, positive, great effects and to stay in shape. Mm-hmm. Hydration, huge. And people think that drinking juice or coffee or tea, tea's a big one, that's like takes the place of water. No. Mm-hmm. Half your body weight in ounces, uh, proper hydration, proper exchange, right? Mm-hmm. You, you, you need that. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't let your body feel stressed internally. Yeah. Yeah, so those are some of the things that I definitely been talking about lately and, mm-hmm. and recommend just coming back to the foundations of things. Yeah. I love that. I think right now it is really easy to get 
kind of sucked into this stress vortex that news yeah. and like just everyone talking about um, what's happening just all the time. So I love those tips to kind of get back to focusing on what you can control um, and how you can keep yourself healthy. And I'm curious, I this is my favorite question for anyone who listens to the podcast. I love this question. Um, I'm really curious about your morning routine and what you incorporate in the morning to get your day started and maybe how that's changed since um, since we've been quarantining and the world looks a little different. No, that's a great question. Um, you know, my morning routine, um, I kind of naturally get up at the same time. I do have the, um, blackout curtains, so it keeps it nice and dark in there, but I, you know, I get up, I open those curtains. I, I want to get that light right away. Mm -hmm. I want to stimulate natural cortisol. Cortisol is that it should be highest in the morning to get your energy up and moving. So Mm -hmm. I get that natural sunlight. I'll, I'll go stand outside while I have my hot lemon water and I start, you know, a little bit of uh, detoxification from some of the stuff I was doing last night to get mm-hmm. my system amped up. Um, I take a little uh, supplementation and um, I eat and I make sure I'm getting good fats and protein to start my day. Cause I'm utilizing my brain a lot. So my brain's going to uptake a lot of fats and protein. Um, this morning I had all natural, like a, a chicken sausage, um, with half an avocado uh, and again and then I went and I took a walk you know got some stuff going while I was walking I was listening to a podcast myself mm-hmm. um, I come back I stretch sometimes I do like a Joseph Pilates uh, traditional system just mm-hmm. to get my body and moving um, yeah and I, I go on into my day and I set an intention you know, what, what, what is my intention for today? Mm-hmm. And that's usually how I start my morning and, you know, make my shake for the day and all, all those good things. But yeah, that's how I usually start. I love that. And do you have a nighttime routine? Because everyone that listens. So Meng is the morning person. I am the night person. <laughs> so what yeah. is your nighttime routine? So I'm usually coming back from a really busy day from the clinic mm-hmm. and I am still going. Yeah. Right. And I call two different things like there's adrenal go and then there's zen go well i'm staying real hard to be in zen go all day right (laughs) where i'm not like just like pumping my adrenals all day but i'm you know still efficient but i'm in a calm light Mm -hmm. but the night at night time you know you have energy um so i definitely put on my blue light blocking glasses right Mm because i need to block that light so i can stimulate natural uh melatonin to come in cortisol levels definitely to come down um i tend to have a dinner, but obviously try not too late, right? Mm-hmm. Not past like 7.30 or so. Yeah. My veggies and my protein, so I've got a good dinner in. Um, and sometimes if I need a little extra grounding, I might do uh, some coconut milk. Uh, I make a golden milk, like uh, turmeric mm-hmm. um, in there, a little MCT oil. Um, I might even put a little collagen powder if I feel like I need like a little bit more substance to mm-hmm. get me through the night to maintain my glucose levels. Yeah. Um, I will, again, before I, you know, I'll, I'll either 
read or do something downtime. I'm not watching anything stimulating, mm-hmm. right? It's not a time to be stimulated. Mm-hmm. It's time to disconnect. So yeah. I really try to get away from the technology mm-hmm. from reading and literally going back to like some books or yeah. a magazine article or something just to kind of calm it down. Mm-hmm. Or I'll be writing, you know, my thoughts, it's things that I want to work on. Um, but I always end the day with everything that I'm so grateful for. Yeah. And uh, I've been doing that naturally as a child, since, oh, since cool. a child. Yeah. And I love that because it just kind of brings it back down to what's really important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it really eases the mind. Mm-hmm. And um, I put my sleeping app on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, and I, and I go to sleep and I just start it all over again. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So we talked about it a little bit before, and this will be my last question. Um, but we talked about how in normal life, when we're not in quarantine, sometimes it's difficult to implement these practices because there are, you know, people who have their opinions and, you know, you're trying to, it's almost like standing up for yourself because you're, you know, choosing to eat a certain way or live a certain way and people have a lot of opinions. So what are kind of your tips on like staying strong with that as we ease back into, you know, social life and things like that, going up to dinner, um, stuff like that. So your question is basically how do, how do we move forward? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I'm going to say that, this is a beautiful time to turn in mm-hmm. and to start working on yourself and start evaluating how are you supporting yourself nutritionally, internally? Um, what kind of relationships are you feeding into? Are they healthy? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Great are, they, are they causing you more stress? Mm-hmm. Um, how do you turn that around? Um, you know, start doing checks and balances. Again, coming back to homeostasis, going back to balance, going mm-hmm. back to yin and yang. And I can see that giving you a lot of inner strength of understanding of how to move forward and not being in a a fearful mindset. But yes, um, you know, if you have the ability to start working with a professional in functional medicine or acupuncturist to help you on your journey, I definitely recommend that to get tailored uh, for your system and supplementation for your system to increase your immune system. And, um, you know, bring in some other functional lifestyle techniques. And, and one thing I, I did, I did miss that part of my morning routine is that I've been trying to be very diligent on my Wim Hof breathing. Oh, yes. Um, which I love, by the way, uh, huge, um, definitely helps with quieting the mind yeah. and increasing the immune system. And his uh, 10 class series is half off right now. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, so I've been recommending that to everybody mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. yeah it's just and in keeping relationships going that are positive getting to fa- face-to-face interaction mm-hmm. um and we're all going to be figuring this out together yeah. but ag- at any point in time it's always about what are you doing making yourself the best that you can be and when you're doing that you're giving a gift to the world yeah so that's what it's about Mm. I love it. And I have one just like very me being curious question to end us off. What was it like to be a raw vegan for a whole year? <laughs> question. Um, your life was around preparing food like never before. Like a dehydrator was like your best friend, oh, right? Yeah. You were so, so many things. <laughs> um, 
you know, I was into this whole thing like, well, maybe I'm not getting enough nutrients and I can't be cooking any of my food. And wow, like you were chewing, I mean, like oh, chomping all no. the time, right? And Gosh. so hard on your digestive system. And when you learn anything about Chinese medicine, the first thing they tell you is cook your food, cook your food. Cook everything. You yeah. know, it's pre-digested and not so hard on your digestive system. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it was very interesting experience, but I learned how to make uh the best uh, vegan chocolate pudding uh, oh. out of avocados mm-hmm. and cow powder. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, there's always good that comes out of everything. <laughs> and that was quite a cleanse in my life. And uh, yeah, I'm a protein advocate. Yes. More <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. Um, and I know you have um, a couple projects that you're working on. So can you tell our listeners what's coming up, how they can find you, all of that? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I get a lot of these questions every day about lifestyle, right? And um, I have a health coach that I work with. And we started an online educational platform called Ren Life wellness, which is R-E-N, meaning human in Chinese. Uh, So Ren Life Wellness is, again, an online platform. It has educational videos and supplementation. So you sign up for your package, you get supplements, you get to watch videos, learn about your system, and it starts to plant the seed. Um, We were going to launch in September, but we're launching early with a whole immune uh, system one. It will be coming out in a couple weeks. Uh, We have, uh, our whole deal is, is that if you wanted to take courses over the course of a year, you could go through every single system. You could start with uh, fundamentals. Mm-hmm. Um, and you work your way into digestive. You work your way into like thyroid, hormone, um, brain health, um, etc. So it just gives you the ability to have the tidbits that we talk about every day to optimize uh, your own life. So uh, renlifewellness.com and you can go ahead and sign up and we start our immune tolerance one in a couple weeks. So exciting. Um, Well, I am so grateful that you were able to come on and talk to us because you have just changed my life completely. Um, And anyone in the LA Venice area, um, contact Ashley and she will, and you can see her in person, which is wonderful. Um, but as always, you can find us at detoxandchillpodcast.com, Instagram, our Facebook page. Uh, what else, Meg? <laughs> I think that's it. <laughs> that's it. Um, we love you. We hope you, that you're staying safe and healthy. And um, just remember that we're, we're all going through this storm together. Yes, I love that. Thank you guys for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.